tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet Rolls on Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you on the BetQL Network. Uh, awesome three hours of the show still to come here. We will give you all our bets for Thursday Night Football, the Commanders and the Bears, in the final hour, power hour of the show. We'll continue our conversation, P-squared, B-squared, NFL Awards. We did a little bit on NFL MVP to end hour one. We'll give you a little bit more on NFL MVP coming up 20 minutes from now. Uh, Adam Chernoff is going to join us in just a second. Evan Silva still to come later this hour from Establish the Run. Our good friend, pro sports better Joey Kanish coming up next hour. Uh, talk in college football for this weekend we did a ton in the first hour of the show on like if if the baseball playoffs are going to get nuts we would like to profit off of that like obscure players to win world series mvp um off of some teams that the market doesn't think is especially likely so if you're looking for that and you have just joined us here if you're watching on stadium who carries us from four to six uh you can find that in podcast form just search you bet wherever you find your podcast it's great to be on right now on stadium as we are every weekday from four to six p.m eastern time watch stadium.com youtube tv roku amazon fubo samsung tv plus tubi and more also great to be on sirius and xm sirius 270 and XM 205. Joining us right now to kick off our number two on this tremendous football Thursday is the great Adam Chernoff, host of the awesomely informative Simple Handicap podcast. If you bet the National Football League, you should check the show out. Adam has supported us since literally day one here on the show. Support Adam. Check out his podcast, The Simple Handicap. Adam also does great work with our friends at Right Angle Sports, and they have an app, the Right Angle Sports app. Free download features insight and commentary from pro bettors on everything happening in the National Football league and he's on twitter at adam Chernoff. churn welcome back to you better you bet it's nick and ken happy week five thanks very much guys happy week five to you as well nick that was a marathon ad read that you nailed perfect i got was as good as it can be so that is professionalism good. on display right there that's uh the tv providers nick's been doing the tv providers for for weeks now and he had to move them it around so he didn't say something really profane with roku Not and fubo can really become it. something uh Really, I stumbled in a while now doing that. Right, now right. I dominated, but for, for the yeah. first couple of days, it was, a, it was a little sketchy, but but now That's I've good. got it pretty good. That's ad, absolutely, uh, Adam. Before we talk about Sunday's games, and I, we were talking off air even before you came on, I know, I know you have a couple bets you kind of like totals for Sunday's games. Just any advice for people on what's like a pretty dreadful Thursday night game, but there's obviously going to be a lot of betting interest because it's a standalone NFL game, and it is an interesting market. Commanders by six, forty-four and a half the total. Uh, any advice for people looking to bet Thursday night football before we do Sunday? Sure, I'll go prop side. We were debating it internally this morning, going back on a couple different looks. Uh, initially, I went to bed last night thinking that McLaurin would be in play, uh, but a couple things came and sort of talked us out of getting into Terry McLaurin tonight in terms of his over and receiving yards. Uh, really, the big reference point was week one. Commanders very laying a similar price against Arizona. There's this mandate from ownership. They're really stressing home wins and the home crowd. Uh, the commanders didn't pass in the final 12 and a half minutes of that game against Arizona. They just bleed the clock out and try to get away. So there was some worry about that with what we might see from the commanders. So actually this morning we decided to go the Bears route and we played DJ Moore receiving yards over. And that's right around 52 and a half. His usage is through the roof. It's only going to increase as things go on now without Claypool in the picture. There's some doubt about the true three and four wide receivers within this team. And the Washington Commanders as a team, 10.1 coverage yards allowed per snap uh, to opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers. That's the second worst mark in the league. Giving up just a ton of space is the secondary. And so with Fields, 
this week and the reaffirmations that he wants to throw more, as well as Luke Getze saying they want more emphasis on the passing game. We think he throws a little bit more than expected, and we think more is going to benefit from that. So we played more over after a lot of back and forth this morning. Yeah, and just that that yardage number has gone up a couple yards from this morning, was 49.5. Now I think like his turnoffs ever, but 52.5. I mean, his air yards are through the roof. I, I love that bet. The Prop King will be giving that bet out also coming up in the power hour, final hour of the show. Churn, I don't want to give out my first touchdown scorer in this game, but something that you said in that answer, it kind of slots into something you said there for a first, first touchdown go. scorer coming up tonight with the Bears and the Commanders. All right, Churn, let's turn our attention to uh, to Sunday now. We'll get micro and we'll hit a bunch of different games, including your Jets at the Denver Broncos, but uh, we'll leave it open-ended for you here. Side or total? Your favorite bet for Week 5 NFL Sunday is what and why? Titans, Colts over, and we will say, what's fair, guys? 43 and a half right now. Is that good? Ken, we're in full agreement yeah, sure. on this one. Yep, under 44, uh, listening to the show earlier. Yep, listening to the show earlier this week, heard your thoughts. Something that I would sort of add into this that has me really interested in the Colts offense, not just this week, but weeks going forward. Part of my job on a day-to-day is to read a lot of things that are published have a lot of different sources that I go to. A lot of those are very film specific guys that are much smarter than I will ever be when it comes to watching football, interpreting what happens and sort of breaking it down in ways that I could never do. And the consensus among these guys on how good Anthony Richardson has looked in this Colts offense so far, despite missing the game, as well as how well, Shane Steichen is calling plays and sort of tailoring his play calling to this offense. It's just consensus agreement across the board. And I don't think that that is fully sort of reflected within the betting market yet. It could be after a couple breakout games, but I certainly think they're coming for the Colts. And when you think about what the Titans do and allow opposing quarterbacks to do, that really opens up a lot of opportunity for the pass. So I think the Colts offense looks really good. I think Richardson has potential to hit a couple big plays, believe it or not. He leads the league in explosive plays through four weeks, and he missed the game in there as well. So I think the Colts have a good offensive breakout. I think the Titans with Henry find a lot of success running two against this Colts defense. Uh, I like the over here quite a bit at 43 and a half. Adam, we talked about this uh, earlier this week, and you know, just we, we also talked about the baseball playoffs. What happens if things get crazy? Okay, the AFC playoffs. What happens if things get crazy? And that game that you were talking about, and we talked about it too, Colts-Titans – like, are these playoff teams that we're going to end up watching? Like, we know Miami or Buffalo will be that first wild card team, almost assuredly. They'll both have big records. One will win the AFC East. One will be the five seed. All week, we've kind of been asking people, talking about it uh, with each other. Six seed, seven seed. What actually, given the schedules for every team, what kind of makes sense here? Could you see a team like the Colts with Anthony Richardson? Like you mentioned, most explosive plays he plays. Could you see them as a playoff team? Is it is it Houston, who we might talk about a little later in this interview? Is it Chalk, which would be the Chargers and Browns? What about the AFC playoff picture here before we hit a couple more games? Yeah, I, I heard you guys talking with Eric yesterday about this, and I was hoping you didn't put me on the spot because I, I was honestly <laughs> listening to the pod clip back this morning walking the dogs, and I was like, they're going to ask me. I, I It's so tough to say at this point, and it's such a cop-out answer. What I will say in terms of giving any insight here, I think the Jags have some problems going on because until they make the play caller switch, boy, I I just, that offense is really, really struggling. And it's not on Lawrence. It's on the receivers. It's on the play calling. They're the weakest division favorite in the NFL. That's problematic for Jacksonville. And so you take them out of the picture 
And I think that that really clouds those last two spots. I would say that I'm not necessarily as great as the Browns defense has been really willing to put them in there as the chalk just because of the quarterback situation. I don't know if, if that's fully going to be realized on the offense. And so I would say that I would much rather be looking at the Colts or Titans to sneak in there, maybe even the Texans more so than I would either the Browns or the, um, the Jags. That's a bad answer, but I'm not betting the chalk would be the conclusion to that question, I would go elsewhere at this point. It's a bad answer. I knew the question was coming, and I still flopped with the answer. So oh, that's pretty uh, good. That's basically uh, what we decided. I, well, that's what I decided. I was anti-shock is the sentiment. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, so it was a really good answer, actually. And yeah. I'm not just saying that. Actually, wasn't where you ended up by saying anti. That's a great answer. Anyway, you better you bet yeah. with Nick and Ken. Uh, tremendous football Thursday. Talking week five in the NFL with our good friend Adam Chernoff of Right Angle Sports and the Simple Handicap Podcast. Churn is on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Churn, you got to talk about your team here. Uh, I know you have a bet that you like on this game. Is the New York Jets and Zach Wilson visit the Denver Broncos? Uh, looks like the market has settled at least for now. And our show sponsor, BetMGM, with Denver basically just short of a three-point favorite. Denver two and a half point favorite at home. Total is forty-three and a half. Uh, Broncos and Jets on Sunday at Mile High. What do you like? Okay, better answer here. Uh, over 43 and a half. Couldn't touch the side at this point. It is Hackett's revenge going back to Denver. I really, really think that that matters. The animosity between the two coaching staffs, I think that plays a big role into both of these teams, keeping the foot on the gas. There's, there's no, I, this is going to be a, a competitive game beyond what I think expectations are going to be. So I think that bodes really well for the total considering Hackett runs the Jets offense. I think another thing that really stands out there was a really good interview with Robert Salah, not just the post-game press or things like that, that indicated that a lot more emphasis is going to be put on the pass game in this spot too. And you look at just how much the Broncos have struggled and some of the issues they've had within the secondary. It's been ugly. And very quietly, Russell Wilson leading a, an oddly efficient Broncos offense through four weeks so far. And there's been some difficult competition. And I don't know with the way that the Jets' defense has been trending, they're below average through four weeks. I think they're a lot worse than expectation is, too. So a couple of things going at each other in this game that I don't think the market truly reflects. And you look at some of these score lines for the Broncos. Should this really be a team with a total that's in the low 40s? I can't agree with that. So I would look for points in this one and play over. Adam, we've had a really interesting line move kind of over the course of the week, right? And we obviously follow this stuff day to day. I know you're locked into the odds board all the time. Has to be at least a little striking to you what's happened with the Vikings and the Chiefs, where it's not just that the Vikings number keeps going down and they get bet. It's like, no, no, no. Like it's five and a half. And we might go to three in some places by game day. Three and a half's on the board right now. Kansas City by three and a half on the road. But juice toward Minnesota even on three and a half. You know, just intuitively, it's like, here's a one and three team at home against Patrick Mahomes. Who are we betting? Well, the one and three team. The team that, like, we we, we weren't really sure about for the first couple weeks of the season. Are they even going to make the playoffs? Do you agree with that? Any kind of opinion on that game? Yeah, naturally, right? The, the team that clearly shouldn't be getting bet from just a thousand right. foot view gets bet. Welcome to the NFL. That's kind of what we deal with every week. Um, I agreed with it at six. I did not agree with the move today, which was four down to three and a half. I thought that was going a little bit too far. I don't know if I'm ready to run in and start backing the chiefs at more than the field goal facing a really good offense. Like the Vikings have just yet, because the thing that's changed with Kansas city is 
this is no longer a team where it, it just has like the finely oiled offense that can hang 40 plus points on teams on a weekly basis. There's real issues right now for Kansas City with their wide receivers. This is going to slowly sort of turn into an offense that relies more on the run game with Pacheco and others until they sort that out. They really need to figure things out. It's not there yet. And that gives me a little bit of worry. The Minnesota Vikings overall, why I said I thought I made it made sense at six, they've had eight turnovers inside the opponent 25-yard line in four weeks. You look at some of these close games that they have played outside of the Philly game, they've had so many points taken off the board by just bizarre circumstances. And I think that that's taking away from just how good this offense has been overall. And so as great as the Chiefs defense has looked, I think this is just a tough spot where they had that difficult game against the Jets in primetime Sunday night. They have the short week with Denver on deck next week. This is just the type of spot where you see a home dog like Minnesota catching that many points. It just gets bet every single time because of that spot that KC is in and with the offense struggling made a lot of sense for Minnesota. But as we talk right now, I couldn't take Minnesota at three and a half, but I'm not, I'm passing on the chiefs as well at that, but that's kind of where we are and how we got here. Turn. Let's do lightning round to close here. 20 seconds on the next two questions. First one, have the Cincinnati Bengals hit rock bottom yet? Or does that come Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? Current point spread is three. Hit rock bottom this past week. I'm shocked to see this go as low as it has. Could only look Bengals minus three. Burrow off the injury report. Tough, but you got to do it as bad as they have looked. Bengals minus three. And the last one will be like the game of the week this week in the National Football League. Churn, I don't know if you have a bet on this game, but I think people will be curious your opinion one way or another. Niners, a three and a half point home favorite against the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. The total now sitting at 45 uh, in about 20 seconds here. Any bets for Sunday night? Offensive line back full for Dallas at practice in pads for the first time this season. Both of these defenses have benefited from being very comfortable all year long. Think both offenses look much better than we might think, given the prior matchup in the playoffs. But I would have to say that this number is going to come down. If you like the Cowboys, bet it now. I think it closes uh, three flat, minus 110. So if you like the Cowboys a little bit, which I do, got to bet the Cowboys right now. This is our good friend and celebrity New York Jets fan, the great Adam Chernoff. You got to check out his NFL betting podcast, which is awesome. The Simple Handicap. In all seriousness, Chern supports us. Support him. Check out his podcast, The Simple Handicap. Um, also, check out the Right Angle Sports app. It's a free download. Features insight and commentary from professional bettors on everything happening in the National Football League. Chern, my friend, we sincerely appreciate the time. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Stay well, and we will catch up with you next week here on the show. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy week five. I got to tell you, I, I love our guy, Churn, better than the analysis yeah. that he gave us. How about Churn complimented my my outstanding read of all the of all the places that we're on? I, I appreciate yeah, it. But you didn't want to make it about you. You never make it about you. I, I, Even the guest I interviews. Yeah. There are times when I actually think to myself, I don't want to make it about me. But man, mm. those ad reads were special. B squared, B squared <laughs> awards coming up next.